everyone remain calm. to the 39th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we've got some cool news, another great listener segment, we return to the poll segment, and we'll finish it off with some fun audio clips. Now, it's a shorter midweek episode this week, so let's get into some of the Jurassic news from around the world. 18 minutes and your company catches up on 10 years of research. Access me, Access me, security. These pictures were taken in hospital in Costa Rica 48 hours ago. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but look. Boy, my head being right all the time. Today, I guarantee it. John Williams and Michael Giacchino walk away with some of the best awards at the International Film Music Critics Association Awards. John Williams won for Best Film Score of the Year with The Force Awakens, Best Film Composition of the Year with The Jedi Steps and Finale from The Force Awakens, and Best Original Score for a Fantasy-slash-Science-Fiction-slash-Horror Film, again with The Force Awakens, making them the 13th, 14th, and 15th IFMCA award of Williams' career. Now, Michael Giacchino added his 13th and 14th awards with Best Original Score for an Animated Feature with Inside Out and Composer of the Year for his work with Inside Out, Jupiter Ascending, Tomorrowland, and, of course, Jurassic World. He even received a verbal accolade from IFMCA member Charlie Brigden, saying, Jurassic World displays just how much of a command Giacchino has over a modern symphony. Congrats to both great Jurassic composers on their awards. You can find a link to the rest of the winners in our show notes. A pair of new posters by superstar artist Killian Eng were shown off this week, and if you haven't seen them yet, you're in for a treat. Now, the bad news here is that they were commissioned for only 15 people to obtain, so even though we can't hang them on our walls, you can definitely go take a look at how beautiful these things are within the link in our show notes. Jurassic World The Exhibition is getting very, very close, and this past week we got another look at one of the featured dinosaurs in an article from Time Out Melbourne. Make sure to check out the link in our show notes to see an awesome look at the Pachyrhinosaurus and baby. Now there's also a great article to go along with it that focuses on their work on a Brachiosaurus, the puppeteering, and how exactly this experience will come to life. Here's one of the cooler moments directly from the article. There is a moment as you're walking through the lush prehistoric forest of Jurassic World where you come across a huge hollowed out log. You step inside and suddenly you hear a strange rumbling noise. Light filters through the cracks in the log and just for a moment, you see something moving. Was that scaly reptilian skin? A claw? An eye? Then it dawns on you. The fences have been breached and something big is out there. I 
absolutely cannot wait to see this experience in action. But you know what? In the meantime, why don't we all go check out the link to the article in our show notes. An awesome Dennis Nedry pin has now gone on sale from Artificial. They are offering a 1.25 inch soft enamel pin for $6.50. Now it's only limited to 100 pieces, so make sure to head over to the link in our show notes to purchase one now. Also, make sure to head over to their Twitter to check out their stuff, at Artificial Co. Oh, there it is. There it is. I'm not a computer nerd. Aren't you supposed to be a genius or something? I can't get Jurassic Park back online without Dennis Dendry. Incorporating all the latest technologies. We shouldn't be here. And there's five dinosaurs. How many Sarahs do you think are on this island? I had a few listeners reach out this week about a whole range of topics. So let's dive right in. This first one is an email from one of our listeners on Twitter. Hello, it's me, Ryder Scanlon One from Twitter. I give Hasbro 110 for the new Dino Hybrid toy line. It's really good. And the Dilophosaurus Rex is awesome. And I don't think that the Armored Indominus Rex is that terrible. It's just an armor over its body. Nothing that bad. I'm hoping that the Terramimus and the Spinoraptor and Blue Figure will be as awesome as the other toys from the line. That's my opinion about the new toy line. Keep up the good work on the podcast. Bye. Thank you so much. Uh, You know what? I'll give them credit too. They did some really good work here and expanded well upon what we've seen in the Ludia Jurassic World game. Now, when it comes to that Indominus Rex armor, I just find it strange. I haven't been able to play through the game uh, due to lack of space on my phone like I've said before. Uh, So, do you know, is this actually in the game, the armored Indominus Rex? Um, I don't really know, but either way, whether it is or it isn't, I I really just think it's strange. But you know what? To each their own. You know, if you love this thing, that's awesome too. One thing I keep thinking about is, I don't think I would have criticized it when I was a kid playing with these toys. So maybe we all really just need to sit back and remember that notion we had when we were kids um, when it comes to these Hasbro toy line figures. Um, Because that's really what it comes down to, is whether kids will enjoy these things or not. Not really up to us as collectors. Um, I am also excited to see the rest of the figures. I'm hoping for some cool stuff in there. You know, from those that have uh, yet to be revealed. Um, But anyway, thank you so much for the email. Uh, I think we'll hear from you again in the poll segment, so stay tuned. This next one is a voicemail from ScorpioDino16 on Twitter. Let's take a listen. Hello, it's uh, ScorpioDino16 on Twitter again. And uh, I was curious, um, what are your thoughts on uh, Chronicle Collectibles getting the license to Jurassic Park? Because while I know that, in my opinion, while I know that they will produce quality, you know, uh, merchandise, because they look insanely great, especially the um, both Helix Bust. The only thing is I don't want them to be so overpriced, because they're seven, it's $700 to just pre-order the Bolt Helix Bust. And I don't really want that. I mean, I want some, some cheaper alternatives. Maybe make smaller versions like that are posable like no offense to chronicle but i would have loved the license to go to NECA. i mean something that was cheap you know affordable and still quality and not something like hasbro's well most of hasbro's but um i'd love to hear your thoughts on it um keep up the great work uh have a nice day hey man how you doing 
I, uh, I fully agree with you on the topic. I think that they are and will be beautiful pieces, but they will surely be out of my price range. Um, I love collecting anything I can from, from the Jurassic Park series, um, but when it comes to items that are just in the hundreds of dollars, I probably won't do it. Um, I really, I just barely even push myself to get the bigger items from Hasbro, you know, for like 30 bucks or something here. Um, so as fans, as collectors, we really have two options. If you want, you can buy the very cheap, um, not well-made Hasbro items, or you can buy these super expensive, beautiful-looking Chronicle items. Um, there's just no in-between, I don't think. Unless you want to go to something that looks somewhat similar, you want to go to a Papo, those are great, but they're not Jurassic. At this point, I think it's really too late to expect anything significant, you know, any kind of big significant changes from Hasbro, so maybe they'll learn from their mistakes here and change them for Jurassic World 2, but really, who knows at this point. Um, I'm just really excited to see the Chronicle pieces unveiled, uh, but I know the price tags will just hurt me way too much in the end. Thank you so much, man. The next one we have here is from James Hawkins from Jurassic Unicast. Let's take a listen. Hi, mate. It's James from Jurassic Unicast. Hope you're well. Um, I'm really looking forward to doing our podcast with uh, Steve as well in the next couple of episodes, I hope. Well, next, maybe in the next few. Um, yeah, I just wanted to basically say that that post that I found that I shared from a guy called Sick, that's known as Sick Triceratops on uh, Twitter and YouTube, um, he found a video that was uh, JP3 um, Velociraptor test suits. The actors that sort of wore over the top, very similar looking to the uh, the manic the you know, the animatronic raptors, but they sort of wandered around from from the torso up, so it looks kind of real, but you can tell it's a puppet, if you know what I mean. Um, I thought they looked really good. They looked fake, like you could tell they weren't real, but I thought they were pretty decent. And I love little like bits of gold from Stan Winston Studios that you find quite often if you search hard enough online. I think they're really good things like that. And, uh, yeah, just wanted to know what you thought of it, mate, and... Uh, keep up the good work. See you later. Hey man, I love those videos from Sick Triceratops, the, the ones that were posted this week. Um, between that, the uh, the walking test suit and that uh, waterfall shot, I love them both. But I agree that they didn't look 100%. Um, now, that's to be expected though. It wasn't a finished product. You could tell the, um, the camera wasn't the best in the world. Um, I don't know, maybe it had something to do with the eyes. You know, they didn't look like they were finalized yet. Um, and I think that made things look pretty strange. And uh, another thing was that the movements were very jarring. I didn't really feel like it looked like a raptor. They felt a bit robotic overall. Um, the mouth moving looked a little bit weird. And, uh, you know, when it comes down to it, I don't know who was in that suit. So I can't f say for sure that it was somebody trained, you know, to look like a raptor or if it wasn't somebody. Um, also, I found the arms to be in a weird spot the whole time. If you look back at those videos, those arms are like in a strange position right up against his chest. Um, but either way, really, it was cool to see, and I really, really loved the coloring on those things, or that one. It was probably one of the coolest-looking raptors that we've seen yet. Um, so hopefully uh, we get to see more of this stuff. I know a lot of it came out recently, uh, I think last year maybe. I'd love to see so much more from this, so maybe I have to uh, buy into that broadcast from Stan Winston's school. 
uh, to see more. Anyway, I'm really excited to chat with both you and Steve sometime soon and bring up some awesome topics in the future. This last voicemail here comes from an unknown listener uh, who really seems to love only one dinosaur. Let's see if we can find out who it is. Take a listen. Hello? Hello? Is phone working? I am calling for to say that Stegoceratops is best dinosaur. Okay, bye. <laughs> I, I really love this call. Um, so hopefully we get to hear more from the Stegoceratops fan sometime soon. That wraps up our listener segment this week. So make sure to join in next time, like these awesome listeners did, whether you're calling about toys or, or the movies or anything, or just telling me what you know dinosaur you like the best. Uh, please do so, and I'll make sure to add them to future episodes. We've got Dodson here! You just went and made a new dinosaur? That doesn't look very scary. You are alive. I stopped to eat you. So after the debut of the Hasbro Dino Hybrid toy line, I wanted to reach out to the listeners to find out some of their favorite items from the toy line. Now, I reached out in different ways. So the first thing we have here is a Twitter poll with a few different items to vote on. And beating out the rest of the competition with 43%, we have the Rampage Indominus. I also included the Stegoceratops, the Carnoraptor Growler, and Owen and Motorcycle. Um, Owen came in second with 10, 28%, Stegoceratops in third with 19 and Carnoraptor with 10 So it really wasn't even close there. The Rampage Indominus beating out the competition... Uh, I also have another Twitter poll here. I focused on a few others this time, so let's check in with the results. We have the Hybrid Raptor Growler. That one came in at 29%. Um, Now, this is a very close competition here. We actually have another one at 29%, and that is the Hybrid T-Rex that we've seen around uh, for a few weeks now. The next one up here is a Dilophosaurus Growler. That one's at 21%, and a Dilophosaurus Rex, again, at 21%. Uh, so this this uh, poll here was definitely a bit closer than the other one, with two two-way ties. Um, I think the Hybrid Raptor is probably my personal favorite, but I'm pretty surprised that there was nearly like a four-way tie with this one. Um, overall, the Rampage Indominus was still clearly the favorite one out of all these on the polls. Uh, I'm sure it would have beat out any of the, the Hybrid Raptors or the, the Hybrid T-Rex. I also reached out to everybody to ask what their favorites were personally, over on Instagram, we have one here from Jurassic Pat. It says, Big Indominus, but I'm going to custom it to make it look like the movie without these horns and this red back. So I'm guessing Pat really didn't like it that much, but at least he's going to turn it into something cool. Can't wait to see. Falcon Biscuit says, Loving the Dilophosaurus Growler. When speaking about the Hybrid Raptor, Murfmeister says, First they get these claws wrong, now the teeth? Yeah, the teeth are not good on really any of the toys. Uh, for the Jurassic World line, so I really just didn't expect a huge upgrade there. Um, Also, as many have noticed, the claws are unpainted on the version that was shown at the Toy Fair, so hopefully they get that fixed up by the time they're on the shelves. Back over on Twitter, Lord Christine says, Well, I really like the Carnoraptor. (laughs) No. Stegoceratops. James Hawkins, who we heard before, says, Owen Grady, just replace the gun and the pick with a guitar, and it's perfect. Nathan Allen says, Need a hybrid stomp and strike T-Rex to go with the Rampage Irex. 
wicked paint job on it. Jodran says, Owen, Stegoceratops, and Hybrid Raptor. Ryder Scanlon 1, who we heard before, says, The Electronic Indominus Rex, the Stegoceratops, and the Dilophosaurus Rex. Diego Rodriguez says, Just the big Indominus Rex. I hated the others. He also goes on to say, Most of the toys are repaints. Cheap repaints. Only Big Indominus Rex is cool, in my opinion. Jurassic Serato says, I actually love all of them. At N7Patrick says, Owen, Indominus Rex, Raptors, and Hybrid T-Rex. So even though we kind of got a big range of dinosaurs here between the Twitter polls and the direct answers, I think the overall consensus is that the Indominus Rex is the best piece. It's definitely one of the biggest pieces out there, and for sure is one of the coolest looking ones. I'm just not sure if I'm going to get it or not yet. Um, I think I'm going to kind of wait and see until I get a feel for it in the store to see if I'm going to get it. Um, we do know that there are still a few more pieces that haven't been revealed yet, so maybe I'll get one of those instead. Um, hopefully we get some more interesting options to choose from. Uh, but anyway, thank you so much for everybody that commented or for you know all those who voted on the polls. Uh, your voices matter when it comes to these toys, and I'm sure Hasbro will notice things that you like and things that you dislike. If you have anything else to say on the topic, you can at least do one of two things. You can call in and leave us a voicemail at 732-825-7763, or you can send us an email at JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We hope to hear from you. Oh, hear fire, do not fire! God creates man. Man destroys God. Man creates dinosaurs. Right all the time. We're gonna have to drop the can. Are you ready? One, two, three. This week I have two audio clips for you. The first one is a clip from an interview with Jeff Goldblum from SlashFilm.com. He slyly answers if you will be involved in the sequel to Jurassic World. Take a listen. After 20 years between Independence Day, it's two years, it'll be 20 years since The Lost World. Is there any chance life will find a way back to dinosaurs for you? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I, I, don't, I can't imagine. I don't know. I, I, I can't imagine. Who knows what the future holds? In the what? what? Who, who knows what the future holds? Who knows what the future holds? Well put. You read my first book. I did. Yes. So I think when you see the video, it looks like he's kind of caught off guard by the question. And it just keeps saying that he can't imagine it happening with a little hint of a smile on his face. Now, is he being coy or can he really not imagine being in the sequel? Time will tell. Uh, the next clip here is probably more funny if you actually see it, but I'm going to play it anyway. Someone from the Royal Stampede came across a real-life John Hammond. Take a listen. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Now, like I said, the video is probably the best part. Uh, you can see the strange look on the Hammond clone's face as he's being filmed while walking by. Um, go take a look at the video, and we have the link in our show notes. Thanks for listening to the 39th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. 
Of course, this episode wouldn't be possible without the great people in the Jurassic Park community. Now, this is the reason I started the podcast, to start an awesome communication space between the fans. I'm truly honored to read your questions, comment on your awesome calls, and each email that we receive every week. Now, keep sending them in, and I'll make sure to feature you in upcoming episodes. Thank you so much. If you want to interact with us, we do most of our work over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jurassic Park Podcast. And our Instagram handle is at Jurassic Park Podcast. You can listen to us via iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podomatic, and YouTube, or really wherever else podcasts are found. So make sure to subscribe. If you haven't already, please give us a five-star review on iTunes or a great review wherever you listen to the podcast. It will seriously help our rankings and make it easier for fans like you to find us. We're usually spotted commenting on the Jurassic Park subreddit as Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to check our show notes for all the links to everything you heard here today. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us with any news stories, MP3s, segment ideas, pictures, top tens, or comments to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. If you'd like to record something for the show and send it into us, we'll feature it in an upcoming episode. Now, if you don't have a way to record, you can give our voicemail a call and leave us a message. Or you can even text us now. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.